0: It's one o'clock. I'm Kenny Hodgert. The headlines this lunchtime. The daily COVID-19 caseload on the mainland hits its highest level since the start of the pandemic, topping 30,000. Members of LegCo's transport panel urged the government to relax restrictions on bus firms, allowing them to bring in other sources of commercial revenue. And the Housing Authority says the average waiting time for a public housing flat has been shortened to five point six years, down from six years uh, six earlier this year. The daily COVID nineteen caseload on the mainland has hit its highest level since the start of the pandemic nearly three years ago, topping thirty thousand. Wendy Wong has more.
1: According to the National Health Commission, the number of new local cases was thirty-one thousand four hundred and forty-four on Wednesday up from 28,883 the day before. The previous record for daily infections was set on April 13th when it hit 29,317. One more death was reported in Beijing, pushing fatalities on the mainland up to 5,232. The central city of Zhengzhou, which is home to a massive iPhone factory, is reported to have ordered an effective lockdown for several districts. Apple, meanwhile, says it has team members on the ground at a Foscon plant, which was hit by protests this week over pay and other issues. The largest protests there have reportedly died down.
0: Some members of LegCo's transport panel have urged the government to relax restrictions on bus firms, allowing them to bring in other sources of commercial revenue in the face of pressure to raise fares as inflation rises. Lawmaker Frankie Yick, who heads the panel and represents the sector, suggested on an RTHK programme that bus operators be allowed to rent out space at public interchanges to tuck shops and use their depots for commercial purposes. Another member from the LegCo panel, Ben Chan, agreed. He also called on the government to extend its fuel subsidy to bus operators, something which it has declined to do, citing improving passenger figures. The Housing Authority says the average waiting time for a public housing flat has been shortened to 5.6 years, down from six earlier this year. The average waiting time for elderly individual applicants has also dropped from 4.1 years to 3.9. Zelai Lai Shan, Deputy Director of the Society for Community Organisation, said that while the news was welcome, it's still not good enough. It's good news. Um, the waiting time is uh, a decrease. I'm looking for decreasing of the uh, waiting time. It's good for the people and that means the supply of public housing is going faster. But of course it's still not good because 5.6 years is still a very long time. I think ideally this should be three years. All six uh, all six Co by-election hopefuls who submitted nomination forms have been cleared to run in the race slated for the 18th of next month. A government vetting committee decided that Chan Wing Kwong, Adrian Ho, Lee Kwong Yu, Shanghai Long, Gary Wong and Wong Kam Fai all meet the legal requirements of upholding the basic law and bearing allegiance to the SAR and the country. They will be battling for four vacant electrical seats. President Zelensky has accused Russia of crimes against humanity after its latest round of bombardments of electricity infrastructure led to blackouts across Ukraine. Addressing an emergency meeting of the UN Security Council requested by Kyiv, Mr Zelensky said Russia had methodically devastated cities with indiscriminate attacks, hitting residential buildings, schools, transport and hospitals. The Russian ambassador, Vasily Nebenzia, defended the attacks. His words are spoken by an interpreter to weaken
1: and destroy the military potential of our opponents, we are conducting strikes with precision weapons against energy and other
0: infrastructure, which is used for the purposes of military supplies to Ukrainian units with Western weapons, ensuring logistical support and communication
1: with Ukrainian military units.
0: The Foreign Minister of Moldova says yesterday's missile strikes on Ukraine, which also took out much of his own country's power, could cause a humanitarian crisis. Niku Popescu warned that further blackouts in Moldova could have serious consequences for the rest of Europe.
1: It's a very dangerous situation if you cannot heat and light the homes throughout the winter. This could have major international repercussions. Around 3% of our population are refugees from Ukraine. But if Moldova is forced by Russia into a situation where we have systematic blackouts, we might be facing a situation where many, many citizens of Moldova, leaving from Moldova into the European Union just to be able to go through the winter with the lights on and heating so we could also be facing a humanitarian crisis that will be felt very very clearly and very fast throughout europe
0: the u.s defense department says turkey's airstrikes in northern syria against the kurdish ypg militia have directly threatened the safety of american military personnel fighting islamic state militants The Pentagon spokesman, Brigadier General Pat Ryder, said the escalating situation threatened the progress made in the battle against IS in the region. A Taliban official in eastern Afghanistan says 12 people, including three women, have been publicly flogged after they were found guilty uh, guilty of adultery and theft. A spokesman in Logar province said the women were released after after their punishment, while some men were sent to jail. The BBC's Ambarasan Etirajan reports.
1: A crowd of about 5,000 people gathered to watch the floggings in a stadium in eastern Afghanistan. Those punished received between 21 and 39 lashes each. It comes days after the Taliban's supreme leader, Haipatullah Sada, ordered judges to fully enforce aspects of the group's hardline version of Islamic law that includes public executions
0: and stonings. The Supreme Court in Britain has unanimously ruled that the Scottish Parliament does not have the constitutional power to legislate for a second referendum on independence. The President of the Court, Lord Reed, said the Parliament in Edinburgh could not go ahead with organising the referendum without the consent of the Government in London. The Scotland Act gives the Scottish Parliament limited powers. In particular, the Scottish Parliament has no power to legislate in relation to matters that are reserved to the United Kingdom Parliament at Westminster. Those reserved matters include fundamental aspects of the constitution of the United Kingdom. Police in southern Portugal say they've dismantled a human trafficking network that imported foreigners to work under exploitative conditions on farms. The BBC's Alison Roberts reports from Lisbon.
1: Wednesday's operation involved some 400 police who are said to have searched dozens of premises across the lower Alentejo region. According to a statement, 35 men and women were arrested, both foreign and Portuguese nationals, having been caught red-handed. As well as human trafficking, they are variously suspected of criminal association, money laundering and document forgery. Police said they had already identified several dozen victims who are now being cared for. The alleged ring is said to have enticed people to Portuguese from countries such as Senegal, Morocco, Algeria, Romania, Moldova, India, and Pakistan.
0: The European Union says its mediation efforts have succeeded in diffusing a row between Kosovo and Serbia that's prompted uh, angry demonstrations among Kosovo's ethnic Serb minority. Kosovo had threatened to start fining drivers from Thursday if they continued to use car licence plates issued by Belgrade. The EU's Foreign Affairs Chief, Josep Borrell, says a deal has now been reached. Australia says it will pass new laws to protect Indigenous cultural heritage after a sacred Aboriginal site was destroyed by the Rio Tinto Mining Company in 2020. It follows a parliamentary inquiry which recommended safeguards for culturally significant locations. The Environment Minister said the destruction of ancient rock shelters at Dukan Gorge in Western Australia was a shameful moment. The BBC's Phil Mercer is in Sydney.
1: Thousands of years of art, traditions and stories disappeared when ancient rock shelters were destroyed as part of an iron ore project in Western Australia's Pilbara region. Indigenous leaders said they mourned a tragic loss and that healing would be slow and painful. Rio Tinto did have government approval to detonate the site, but company officials did concede it was a genuine
0: (coughs) mistake. A British Paralympian has been chosen to become the first disabled person to be trained as an astronaut. John McFall has joined the space training courts at the European Space Agency, where he'll work with designers and engineers to see if he can be the first disabled person to go into space. The Paralympic sprinter lost his leg in a motorcycle accident when he was 19. He explained why he'd applied to the space programme. I thought it was such an inspiring uh, and exhilarating opportunity and I looked at the person's specification and I thought, wow, this is, this is really aspirational, this is a very brave and very bold thing to do. Uh, and with my broad scientific background and vast range of experiences, I, I felt compelled to try and help ITSA uh, answer this question, can we get someone with a physical disability uh, to do meaningful work in space? An ancient gold coin, once thought to be fake, has now been authenticated, revealing the existence of a third-century Roman commander. The coin bears the name and image of Sponsian, who was said to have governed Dacia in present-day Romania. Jesper Eriksson is from the project. The reason our uh, research on these coins is so important is that we feel we've now proved that they are real coins and can therefore say that Sponsian could be a real person and that he is legitimately, therefore, a lost Roman emperor. To sport, and Spain were the biggest winners on day four of the World Cup, the 2010 champions top Group E after a 7-0 thrashing of Costa Rica. A spectacular volley by Gavi was the highlight in a one-sided match where Spain enjoyed over 80% of ball possession. Earlier, Germany were beaten 2-1 by Japan. Ahead of kick-off, Germany's players covered their mouths during the team photograph amidst an ongoing row with FIFA over the One Love armband. The gesture follows the world governing body, threatening players with a booking for wearing the armband during games in Qatar. More from the BBC's Alex Capstick.
1: This was a powerful image delivered by the German team, heaping further pressure on FIFA over its handling of the One Love armband controversy. As the players lined up for their regulation pre-match photograph, they each placed a hand over their mouths. Their captain, Manuel Neuer, was not wearing the rainbow-coloured armband after the game's governing body made it clear it could lead to a booking and a potential suspension. A statement from the German Football Federation said human rights are non-negotiable, denying us the armband is the same as denying us a voice. We stand by our position. Up in the stands, there was support from the German government. The interior minister, Nancy Furzer sitting close to Gianni Infantino, the FIFA president, with the One Love armband very visible above her elbow. The International Players Union, FIFA said it stands with the German team in their protest. The German Federation is planning legal action against FIFA over the issue and today Danish football bosses said they were also looking at legal options.
0: Japan punished four-time champions Germany for not taking their chances after they dominated the first half. Hansi Flick's side took the lead through a first-half penalty from Ilke Gundogan and should have been out of sight after creating a host of chances. But Japan hung on and equalised through substitute Ritsu Doan in the 75th minute. Takumu Asano then completed a remarkable turnaround eight minutes later, smashing the ball home to send the Japanese bench and their fans wild. Belgium top group F after surviving a scare from Canada. The Canadians were making their first World Cup appearance since 1986. They had a chance in the first half to take the lead from the penalty spot, but Alfonso Davis had his efforts saved by Thibaut Courtois. Despite that first half dominance, the Canadians were undone by a long ball finished off by Michi Batshuayi and it finished 1-0 for Belgium. In the same group, Croatia were held to a goalless draw by, Mor- uh, by Morocco. The world's top-ranked side, Brazil, open their campaign tonight against Serbia in Group G. Switzerland face Cameroon. In Group H, Portugal face Ghana. South Korea take on Uruguay. Tottenham star Sun Hung Min recovering from a facial fracture is declared fit to play. Our football commentator Chris K. Allow says Sun's presence will be a big boost for the Koreans to face the game tonight and this is a huge boost for South Korea's chances and their psychological makeup. Son is currently wearing a protective mask and may not be able to head the ball against Uruguay so he may only just be able to use his feet. Uruguay are basically a nice blend of experience and youth and this will be the final hurrah for strike
1: Edison Cavani and Luis Suarez. The two have met twice in past World Cups with Uruguay winning in 1990 and 2010. So both are in good form. Both have only lost one of their last nine games. Group H also features Portugal and Ghana, so
0: a win would make progression much
1: easier for either, as Ronaldo looms on the horizon for both teams.
0: A quick look at the weather. Cloudy with a few rain patches. Maximum temperature of around 23 degrees. Moderate to fresh easterly winds. The outlook, still a few rain patches in the coming days, but the weather will improve into the beginning of next week. It's currently 22 degrees with humidity of 94%. The news from RTHK.
2: The Brew with Phil Whelan on Radio 3. You see tonight it could go either way.
0: DL. That's Ed Sheeran on Radio 3 for a Thursday afternoon. Morgan Wallen now and then the propeller heads for Shirley Bassey. Here on The Brew. <laughs>